Coming up on this episode of the Boss Lady Podcast. Because anytime you have the attention of an of a one individual or a group, you're on center stage. The question is, how are you going to show up? What are you going to say and how are you going to say it when you're in the spotlight? Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur climbing the corporate ladder or a work-from-home parent, you are a boss. If you desire to make your life extraordinary, to reach and exceed your personal and professional goals, and learn from other strong leaders, then the Boss Lady Podcast is for you. As an entrepreneur, mother, wife, and former CEO, I share lessons and stories of both personal and professional successes and failures. Join me along with a diverse list of guests as we break down strategies, tools, and techniques that will enhance your career and your life. Together, we will embrace, empower, and educate each other. I am Teresa Rand, and this is the Boss Lady Podcast. Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast. I know I say this every week about being excited about my guest, and I always am, but Occasionally, I have repeat guests that make me doubly excited. And today, not only do I have one guest, but I have two. So we're going to jump right in. I just want to tell you, if you're a new listener, uh, thank you for checking in today. I'm Teresa Rand of Teresa Rand Consulting. I'm not going to do a lot of commercials about me. You can go to TeresaRandConsulting.com and see all the cool things I do and the fun things I do and the business things I do. But I want to spend this 20, 30 minutes we have together talking about two people that are friends of mine that I know, I love, I've been around for a couple of years now, uh, so I don't want to take up their time. And I'll start with Dr. Pat Baxter. Dr. Baxter is uh, well, well known and versed in emotional intelligence. And I never get tired of learning more about emotional intelligence. Dr. Pat, because I remember the first time I ever took an emotional intelligence assess- assessment, probably 25 years ago, I didn't score too well. <laughs> and I had to work on that skill. So welcome. I'm so glad to have you here again. Yeah, Dr. Pat, you're breaking up just a little bit. I'll give you a second. And while I introduce my other guest is Mr. John Watkus. John is an international speaker. He's been Mufasa in The Lion King. He is a voice coach. He's a speech coach. He was actually instrumental in helping me uh, learn to speak better. And I continue to watch and follow you. And we've had you on the podcast before. And you were also at last year's conference, uh, Women's Leadership Conference, just like Dr. Pat. So, John, welcome. Thanks, Teresa. Glad to be back. So, uh, Dr. Pat, I I think you're still frozen out there. And uh, we lost Dr. Pat. So, we'll give her a minute to hopefully chime back in. And if she doesn't, John and I'll run with this interview and I'll catch up with Pat later. That's what happens when you do things in real time, right? That's what happens. The show must go on. The show must go on. So John, talk a little bit about what you do, and then we're going to jump in the conference and what you're going to talk about at this year's Women's Leadership Conference coming up in September. Absolutely. I like to think of myself as your voice on center stage. In other words, if you are doing documentaries, e-learning programs, 
commercials, promotions. I can be your voice behind the scenes. And then if you are speaking, if you are on stage, then I can help you to improve your voice on center stage because anytime you have the attention of an of a one individual or a group, you're on center stage. The question is, how are you going to show up? What are you going to say? And how are you going to say it when you're in the spotlight? I work with organizations and individuals to make sure that their voice on center stage is resounding and remembered. Yeah. And, you know, I actually had a conversation yesterday with another mutual friend of all of ours, uh, Pegeen. Echeverica. I, can, I always mess up her last name, but I, she goes by Pegeen anyway. And I said, you know, she asked how business was going. And I said, you know, business, my consulting business is going really well. I'd like to be doing more speaking. And she said, you do talk when you consult, right? <laughs> I said, well, now that you put it that way, Pegeen, yeah, I do. So I think to your point, John, if somebody's listening and think, well, I'm not a keynote speaker or I'm not even a breakout speaker, we're all speaking and trying to get a message out, right? Absolutely. And, and what's yeah. most important is as a brand, as an organization, we have an opportunity to say words that can have not just an impact, but create change. We say words matter. They do more than matter. They transform organizations and individuals, countries, states, you name it. Because every movement, if you think about it, has started with first a thought and then someone making or saying words that motivated, inspired others. Mm. Doesn't have to be a huge stage. It can be a one-on-one -on -one conversation. We're always in a position to use our words to make a difference. Absolutely. I know, John, when I first took a course from you and I was working on my boss lady membership, my women's organization, and, and you helped me craft what I still use as our tagline. It's in this podcast. I just had an event last night where I use it all the time. And we're a group of women that empower, embrace, and educate each other. And it was through the work with you that I was able to come up with those three words. And now I'm hearing other women when they describe it to other women then they use those three words. So it really has transformed our organization so that people understand, okay, what's this boss lady thing? It's a group of women that empower, embrace, and educate each other. So Wonderful. I'm so glad that it has helped in that regard because when you say the right words in the right way at the right time and others remember, repeat, and respond to it, you've now stayed in their minds. You know, we often hear... People will remember how you made them feel, but not necessarily what you said. That's only if you don't say something significant. If you, <laughs> if like you say that. something significant, like they'll that. remember what you said. Oh, yes. So we all have experience with that. Um, yeah. I just had a dialogue this morning through LinkedIn with a gentleman because I put something, my podcast this week, uh, past week, was on Women Need Women. And I said, like-minded women need to come together to embrace, empower, and support each other. And he asked the question if I thought it would be okay if a man posted that or said that. And I said, I absolutely think that's okay. And so we had an interesting dialogue about that, but that words are impactful. Absolutely. And, and they come back. I mean, he literally quoted back to me exactly what I had said and put in writing. Yes. And I'm like, wow, 
you know, so people do. Unfortunately, Dr. Pat came back on and left again. So we're going to keep talking, John. So we do have the Women's Leadership Conference coming up September 16th, 17th, and 18th here in Daytona Beach. And John was our speaker last year, was a speaker last year. And the survey was amazing. Uh, And when I got my kind of advisory group together, they said, we want John back and we want Dr. Pat back. So they are our only two repeat customers (laughs) uh, that are coming back to the conference. So John, I'm going to put you on hold because I'm going to talk to Dr. (laughs) Pat for a second in case she disappears again. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So if you are listening, I want to say thank you for staying on. Keep listening. I promise it's (laughs) worth it. Dr. Pat, can you hear me? Absolutely can. I'm oh, I love technology. You know, I grew, I know, right? I grew up in technology on Wall Street and I still oh, love right. it. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that whole Wall Street thing, Dr. Pat did an episode for me last year, I believe. I'll put the date in the show notes exactly, but you have to go back and listen to her show. She's a fascinating story. But today I want to really talk about emotional intelligence. So Dr. Pat, tell us what you do in this field and then why it's important. Oh, well, the <laughs> my commitment to emotional intelligence is, is, I guess, threefold. One, it's all about leadership. The, the, the emotional intelligence and leadership Let me tell you, you know, Teresa, you've been a CEO. All Mm -hmm. eyes in your organization are on you as a CEO. Absolutely. So looking, you know, looking at the CEO, you take a look and you sense whether the CEO cares or not Mm -hmm. about your world and how you're living. Um, and so my world is all about leadership, leadership development, uh, and taking care, uh, uh, making sure leaders understand that the people in your organization are your business. So mm-hmm. emotional intelligence, uh, it's what I did my doctoral thesis on. Emotional intelligence is, is all about understanding that connection and using that connection to, to make business run. So it's not as simple as, well, I have two questions. But let me start. It's not as simple as just the leader doing the right thing. Uh, well, that's part of it. You're right. That is a component of it. It's it's doing it, saying it, and executing. Executing it. Yeah. So those are and the making three people elements. feel, and it's making people feel a part of that doing the right thing, mm-hmm. not just that you're on an island by yourself doing the right thing, and you want everybody to pat you on the back. Yeah. It's um, would that be. Yes, that is quite quite right. I've I have worked with leaders all over the world, and it's really interesting. It's been interesting for me to note the similarities uh, in terms of how leaders lead and how people mm-hmm. follow or not, and the reasons yeah. why they do follow or they do not. 
Right. And um, the 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 leader the leader always needs to always needs to remember you are being watched. So a question that was asked of me the other day, and I actually remember thinking, gosh, I wish Dr. Pat were here to help me with this answer. I was doing a session for a group and we did the DISC assessment. So your your key personality being dominant, influencing, steady, or compliant. And these were upcoming leaders. And so we went around and, you know, who, who had what profile. And one of the young women said, does one piece, does the D, the I, the S, or the C personality make the better leader? And I'll give you my answer, but I want to hear, no, actually, I want to hear your answer first because I'm, I'm wrong. So what do you say? Because no. we're all different personalities. A- absolutely. But it's the self-awareness that makes that difference in terms of whether you are the leader that fits that situation, that fits that need, uh, that fits that environment. And so it's, it's making sure that you understand who you are and what your strengths are and especially what your weaknesses, for lack of a right. better word, uh, are and how and how you can use the strengths to lead people and mitigate right. the effects of what you're not the right. best at. So I gave kind of a good answer <laughs> um, that I believe any personality trait can because I believe you can learn to be a leader. I don't know. I know some leaders are born, mm-hmm. but I think you can learn those traits and re- Regardless oh, yeah. of your personality, I did say it's about self-awareness and surrounding yourself with people that may not may be better at things you're not better at. But if you're a strong <laughs> D, that doesn't let you off the hook that you can just dominate everybody because that's who you are. You still have to know. Yeah. You have to have emotional intelligence. So I think I gave a pretty good answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I have it verified by the expert. Excellent. So I want one more question, Dr. Pat, and then I want to talk about how long the two of you have known each other, worked together, been in masterminds together. And then the last thing we're going to talk about is what you're actually talking about at the conference. But Dr. Pat, for someone that is saying, I don't even know what emotional intelligence is, what, how, how, how do you define emotional intelligence? Well, I've had many people come to me and say, what is this thing? And I ask them a simple question. Think about the best boss, the best manager you ever had. What did they do that gave you, that that told you this is a great person to work with and for? And it invariably it's that that connection that ability to say i i'm going to look at this situation not only through my eyes but through yours because it's affecting you that ability and the ability to communicate clearly that intention really tells me a leader has has understood and is using emotional intelligence the best way that he or she can. I went to a conference, it's been pre-pandemic now, and a gentleman spoke about the future of work 
and he was talking about the premise of, you know, we always say technology's taking everybody's jobs, robots are taking everybody's jobs. And he went through the history of how, you know, machines that are invented, you know, they may take some job, but then other jobs are created. But he said the most important trait in the future of work is emotional intelligence. And he said, that mm-hmm. will differentiate yep. you from anything else, anybody else, no matter what what your skill is, no matter what you're doing, is emotional intelligence. And that was before I knew you. But um, yeah, so I found that fascinating. And I think it's true, especially in this hybrid work age. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'll just say one, one last thing about that. There's been that, that uh, title of the great oh, resignation. It's my favorite from you. And yeah. I'm saying it's not resignation. It's the great realignment. I want to realign my values to the values of the organization or the leader that I, I work with. If that works, if that connects, we're in a good place. Great. Otherwise, I think I'll find some place else to work. Yeah, and they're doing it. <laughs> but, and, uh, but, you know, part of that is that's why I'm busy right now in my consulting work because they, they want to do a lot of team building and a lot of personal development because they're, the employers are realizing that that value you place in an employee in their development, in their upward mobility, and just appreciating them is pretty darn important. Uh, so I think that's yeah. a good thing to come out of this recession realignment. So, John, how long have you known Dr. Pat? You know, switch gears a little bit. I met Dr. Pat in 2017. So at this point, it's been a little over five years, if my math is right. Yeah, yes. I think that's right. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. <laughs> <laughs> We're counting on our fingers. And how you guys met through a speakers association. Is that how you met? Yes, we met through the National Speakers Association Speakers Academy. And we formed a mastermind at that time. Now, Dr. Pat started the academy six months before I did, or the session just before I did. And ironically, she won the what's the award, Doctor Pat? Uh, the Spirit Spirit Award. Awards, yes, oh, no surprise. So she won the Spirit Award for her section, and then I won the Spirit Award as the next graduating season. And so we have two people who really align because we were positive. We love people. We love communicating, and it's it's been wonderful. We 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 had two other mastermind members. We now have one other mastermind member, but it's been five years and it's moved from business to family so that we are there to support one another in every endeavor. It's not just business. We've gone through, uh, we've seen a big transition in the past five years. And it's, it's wonderful to know that you have people that you can depend on, talk to, look for encouragement from, and also to sometimes give you a kick in the pants. When you absolutely yeah. need it. Bingo. And, and That's by the way, really an important part. I got to say this Dr. Pat is the best gift giver ever. Ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. I have some bookmarks. I have some books. You mentioned something and it appears, right? Yeah. 
Yep. She is a very giving person. Well, I met the two of you in the Speakers Academy, the National Speakers Association of Central Florida is the group that we're referring to. And I didn't win the Spirit Award, which talking about personalities and emotional intelligence, I won the Achievement Award. So I just, you know, that just kind of sums it up when I said, you know, I have to work on this emotional intelligence thing. Uh, But thankfully, I had a CEO that engaged a workplace psychologist when I was working with him more than 20 years ago. And um, Dr. Suzanne, she's there in Jacksonville where you are, Suzanne Montgomery. I don't know if you know her, Dr. Pat, but she worked with us and He literally paid her whatever he paid her on her retainer that if we needed her, we could call her. And I'll never forget that because we were able to work on those things that we weren't naturally really good at. Um, So I'm not surprised the two of you won the Spirit Awards. But so, Dr. Pat, a mastermind group like this, what kind of value does it bring? I'm in a mastermind group that's been going about a year now. There's four of us. And man, has it been more impactful than I ever thought. So is that what you found? Obviously, you guys are still together five years. I can can, um, say that there's there's this this, uh, idea in leadership uh, development, and it's called psychological safety. And it means that if you're a member of a team, if you have a relationship uh, with them or with your boss or your boss's boss, you feel safe around saying what's on your mind and what's on your heart. Mm-hmm. That's not always the case in, in organizations. This mastermind is my psychological safety. Love that. Uh, and that is... That is crucial for development, for growth, for uh, connection, for feeling whole. So that's what this mastermind has been for me. I feel safe, and that matters so much, especially these days. Yeah, I love that. John, you're shaking your head. The listeners can't see that, (laughs) but you obviously agree with that. Absolutely. It's been a space where if you have success, you can't wait to get together with your mastermind group. If you are struggling, you know (laughs) the people that you can tell where you will not be judged is in your mastermind group. It's it's a great place. Dr. Pat summed it up so well. It's that psychological safety. You know you can say what needs to be said within that environment, and it's safe, and it's supportive, and it's encouraging. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what our my it, group it, has it, found. It's amazing. Go ahead, Dr. Pat. I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. you. I, I I just wanted to add that you know one of the things that at least for me sometimes I don't know what I'm thinking until I say it out loud. I can relate and, to that. And I right right and it's for it's the case for a lot of us and the the. Our mastermind is a place where I can, again, safely say, am I crazy (laughs) for thinking this or is this something that I should follow? I can't think of, I I can't figure out how many times I've said that to in our mastermind. Is is this making sense to anybody? 
anybody or uh, do I need to pursue some other path? So, and, and that's my mastermind tells yeah. me the truth and, and that matters. The truth is it matters. It's not your yes group. <laughs> At least my, my mastermind is not my yes group. <laughs> if they say yes, I am pretty sure I'm on the right track. Because they've done every bit yeah. of thought process that I haven't done. Um, we do that for each other. So, Gosh, I knew I could talk to the two of you forever and ever just about your individual specialties, but I do want to talk about the conference. The second annual Women's Leadership Conference is coming up September 16th, 17th, 18th, and we're really excited for so many reasons this year, but one, we have the Ladies Professional Golf Association as our presenting sponsor. We did not have sponsors last year because it was my first year, and I was like, eh, if I fall flat on my face, I don't want to have it taken in money for this, but we also have Brown and Brown, a worldwide insurance company. We have a local Halifax Health Hospital here uh, and a couple other sponsors. I need to write them down when I start doing this spill, but we're really excited about that aspect that it brings, but we have a keynote speaker who was on our podcast last week, uh, Becca Powers, with her book, Harness Your Inner CEO, which is the whole title, the theme, I mean, of our conference. So, John, with that in mind, I know what you're talking about, but tell our leaders what you're presenting on this year, our listeners, what you're presenting on this year. This year is going to be Leadership Lessons in the Circle of Life. And it's based on my experiences performing on stage in The Lion King. What makes this my favorite presentation to give is that I I get an opportunity to take people backstage in the show and to give them some of the secrets that they didn't know were happening. And then more importantly, reflect those lessons back to their life. Mm. It's always amazing when you're watching a movie and, and art in general does it. You're watching a movie, you're listening to music, and something is said in the movie that connects so deeply because you've been there. That's what Lessons in the Circle of Life is like. You will see yourself in the lessons and have an opportunity to suspend reality just for a moment and look at ways that you can move your leadership forward become more effective because we want to be effective leaders. We we have to be leaders of ourselves first. And this mm-hmm. is going to put you in the seats, make you forget for the moment about business, be entertained, but also at the same time, be enriched. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to, to give again, that stage experience, but also an experience that helps you reflect and come out seeing ways that you can move yourself forward and improve. And then everyone else around you does the same. Awesome. Boy, that makes me, I want to sign up. (laughs) I want to sign up. And I think it's important that your topic and and even the theme of the conference, Harness Your Own Inner CEO, you don't have to be in the C-suite. To, to benefit from this conference. That's not what it's about. We're talking about you are a CEO regardless of what you're doing. You're, if you may be just in charge of yourself. You may be in charge of other people, in charge of your family. It, it really isn't about being a CEO. It's about owning who you are 
and the lessons that we can learn and everything from, you know, Becca talking about work-life balance and burnout to you talking about, you know, presenting and leadership lessons and to Dr. Pat talking about what? Well, it's it's certainly uh, about emotional intelligence, but one of the things that you know. By the way, I really like I oh, really good. liked Becca's book. Well. So good. I I read through it, really enjoyed it. Um, and as a matter of fact, I've I've recommended it to a couple of of my clients. Uh, but you know, CEO means something else these days, and and it's mission critical for leadership. CEO now stands for Chief Empathy Officer. Empathy has been shown to be the key differentiator, the thing that really, it costs very little uh, to, to use it, to show it, to demonstrate it. And, you know, empathy being that emotional understanding of what others may be going through. Putting yourself, as they say, Mm -hmm. putting yourself in someone else's shoes, Mm -hmm. understanding that it's not about, as a leader, my point of view, it's your point of view, your how you're seeing this, that really matters in this particular situation. So understanding that empathy is a, a critical factor for success in leadership. And there are numerous studies from Harvard, from the Center for Creative Leadership that have demonstrated the the core need for leaders to understand what empathy and is and listen, apply it. That, you know, I know this is a women's leadership conference and uh, talking a lot about professionalism and your professional life, but boy, is that a trait that will help us in our entire life, right? Because we deal with that. Spouses, yeah. partners, yeah. children, and, and, and neighbors, <laughs> on and on, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. The the checkout person in the grocery store, you know, needing that. I, I've had several, you know, several situations where I could see, and that's what part of empathy is, really looking at the person and being able to see if they're overworked, if they're burdened, if they're stressed, Mm. if they're not responding, that, that awareness uh, that you, you develop in terms of working with people, it's key to being successful as a leader. Our our time is about up as much as I hate that, uh, but you can get more of John Watka's our Dr. Pat Baxter, by coming to the Women's Leadership Conference. But we can also find you where online, John? You can find me at johnwatkiss.com. And the website is being updated. So make sure you come back to find it because you're going to see the new branding for your voice on center stage. Ah. And it's going to be fantastic. You'll also be able to hear more more audio. But johnwatkiss.com. Come take a listen to meditations, motivational quotes. I know. You name it, it'll all be there. Yeah. Uh, Meditation with your voice is the best. (laughs) (laughs) And Dr. Baxter, where can we find you? 
Well, surprisingly, patriciabaxter.com. I know. We all make it really easy. It's just Teresa Rand Consulting, johnwatkins.com, Patricia Baxter. Make it easy. That's the make it easy. So go out there and look up these two fabulous people. But more importantly, come to the conference and meet them live. They both have books that uh, Dr. Pat has several books. John, do you have one? I have book? one that I'm willing to sell. My first one I wrote over <laughs> 20 years ago. It's not being shown okay. anymore. One you're willing to sell, right. And I think you both sold out of those last year. So yes. come to the conference, September 16th, 17th, 18th. You can find all that information on Teresa Rand Consulting. But whether you come or not, look up these two people and connect with them because I promise your life will be better for doing that. So I'll in today's podcast, almost said conference, today's podcast, like I always do with my grandfather's saying, uh, he always said to us when we were growing up and he was alive to stop and take time to smell the roses. So until we meet again, take care.